Welcome, everybody, to the Degenerational Talent Podcast. This is the brainchild of a group of degenerate gamblers who really only know sports. We're definitely going to try to convince you otherwise. With me, I got Dave, Mitch, and Justin is back. We're going to talk college football. We're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk a little bit of everything here real quick uh, for you guys tonight. All right. Uh, Looking at last week's numbers, there's one very specific thing I think we need to talk about and it's while we we did put out, we did put out an episode last week as well so we do have this on the record but Mitch went 13 and three picking Easy. NFL games and I should have my losses were the Niners the Eagles and then Chargers money line three games that actually probably should have won yeah, I probably wasn't covering the Eagles. Um, but Chargers money line, that should have won. Justin Herbert, I mean, how many times can you overthrow a wide open Keenan Allen? I mean, Brandon Staley is a coach. It makes sense. I mean, Brandon Staley isn't the one overthrowing the passes. He's just making bad play calls. That gets Keenan Allen wide open. Yeah. Score a touchdown. <laughs> But still, I mean, yeah. when you don't use your best player at all during the game, I mean, Justin Herbert was throwing. Talking about Eckler, I know. Eckler. <laughs> Speaking of Austin Eckler, Dave. I knew your ass was going <laughs> to bring this up. You got cocky, dude. You, oh. you should have. You shouldn't have said something in the group chat. Yep. It was see, and the funny part was I was all in on I would like that I was losing too. I started the fire sale. I was hitting up everybody. I had at least four semi worthwhile trade offers from four different people. Like it was, there's a lot moving or a lot of moving pieces, and I was like, all right, let's just see how this game goes because there is a chance, but I'm not expecting it. And then around halftime, I was just kind of like. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> this is becoming very possible now. How many did he even put up? Like it wasn't a horrible game. He caught like, was, was, and yeah, you know the thing is, is, is he? He? Oh, are you kidding me? Penguins are at Detroit scored again, but um, he had like eleven on the first drive. He in the fourth quarter, he got stopped at like the two yard line. Oh, I, yeah, that I was, was watching that. I'm like, me winning right there. <laughs> oh, I was livid. That yeah, when uh, Herbert just looked at him too late, he had him wide open the whole time, and then like the defender had to like cross over another uh, cornerback, so he was late getting there. But the, so was the ball, so he's able to stop him. He also overthrew Eckler like three or four times, oh. like threw it right outside of his reach. I noticed. I feel like Eckler had to have had like eight or nine targets. Yeah, oh, yeah, he had his targets. It's just, I feel like AJ paid off Herbert. Yeah, that's that's definitely that what I have the money to do. Is <laughs> <laughs> pay off Justin Herbert. Um, another big thing from last weekend Pitt finally won a game, and not just any game versus a ranked opponent. They do it every year, don't know how, but that was the kind of game Pitt wins, and now. As I keep telling everybody, the Vey era has begun. We're winning out. With a little extra help, we're going to make the ACC championship. 
<laughs> the world is our oyster. Okay. So until they lose the Wake Forest this week. I mean, anything is possible crazy. when you have Miami calling to play a steak hall. I don't know if y'all caught the end of that game. That was just humiliating. It's been so long, it's been so long since we talked about that. I guess for those, yeah, those gonna say those two weeks ago. <laughs> I know. Well, I wasn't here last week. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Yeah, you weren't here. I was. I was gonna say. Hold on a second. Like that. W- that was two weeks ago. That wasn't this weekend. Yeah. No. Miami got the pants beat off them by UNC this week. I don't think the scoreline actually indicates that, but from what I was watching, I. Changed the what I, what at I one saw, point. Yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah, I changed the channel over to the USC Notre Dame game just to see Did Caleb we? Williams get shit on. That Sorry, was one of our consensus yeah consensus picks last week. Yeah, our our uh, majority picks did not go well last week. So at least at least NFL because we took the two undefeated teams to cover went zero and two for the majority. Since we were down a person, we didn't have any true consensus picks, so we didn't hurt the consensus numbers, but that's going to change this week, because I'm looking at it already. We have four college consensus picks and two NFL ones, but on top of that, we have 16 consensus picks, or sorry, majority picks in college. All but one game that we put down, we all, we had a three, at least three people agree so with that being said, though, I mean, I think we got to start off with the biggest, probably the biggest game of the day. I think to most of the country, the biggest day of the, you know, biggest game of the day here, number seven, Penn State, 6-0, 6-0 against the spread at minus three, Ohio State, 6-0, 3-2-1 against the spread, minus 180, Penn State's plus 150. So that's a minus four spread for Ohio State, 46 and a half over under. And we have a majority, but not a consensus. Personally, at this point, I'm just taking the fact that Penn State covers. But for the sake of my bet with Dave, uh, I need Penn State to lose. Wait, what bet is yeah. that? Yeah, what bet is that? So, so me and Dave made two bets at the before the college football season started. Yeah. One bet is... Uh, what? It was Penn State over one and a half losses. I I took the over one and a half losses. So if Penn State loses two games, I win the bet. If they only lose one, they lose zero. Dave wins. That bet. The other bet we made was Michigan. What was it? Uh, Oh, Michigan under. Was it? We said one and a half. Yeah, it was one. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So it was. No, you had it at. Was that the one? Yeah, that was the one that we had. If they lose three games, you win. If they only lose one game, uh, nobody. Or no, sorry. If they lose two games, you win. If they only lose one game, nobody wins. If they lose no games, I win. Was what we had. We had so it was one. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan. But didn't I bet you when you faded Penn State and took Iowa plus fourteen and a half? Didn't we make a, a gentleman's agreement? And then we went no, out no. to eat after that, and you did not honor that agreement. No, we did not make a gentleman's agreement yes, on did. that. Yes, we did. No, we, did. no, we didn't. Roll the no. tape. I will. I was going to say, we have the tape. 
No, we 100% did because I said you had to pay or you had to buy like my first two beers or something like that. Well, I thought it was a different game that if Arkansas beat, uh, uh, who was it? Was it Alabama? Uh, it was Penn State. It was, I remember it, was, it was the Penn State game for sure. I do remember that. You owe but, me big, big so, time. Justin, Justin is the odd one out here, though. What is, so we all took, well, I took plus four, you guys took money line. I think I took the points. Yeah, you took the points over. You took over. Yeah. Um, so, I think mean, it's like a low. I don't see that game being low, that low score. But these are two really great defenses. That's my only. It typically is while we're scoring with these two teams. So, 46 and a half seems about right, actually. I would definitely, I would flirt with the under on that one. I I agree with that. I, I, if I were to have to pick the over or under, I would probably be taking the under in 46 and a half. I mean, Ohio State Notre Dame was fourteen seventeen. I could see a very similar score here. Yeah, I st- I still think we haven't seen the best of Penn State. I think they've been coasting pretty Absolutely easily. Absolutely not. They're so, still warming up. I mean, honestly, I feel like they're just doing enough to cover every week to to get the boosters paid. This is the week that they just take it too. A solid yeah, team, but the thing so. is, the cover is 20 points and over, so that's a hard feat, you know? So they're doing something right. 63 nothing last week. So. Yeah, that was that was nuts. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, this, co- this they covered the that. Besides, I they think. usually shut them out, so <laughs> no sympathy points. Yeah, and they, they drop a, was no, There was no sympathy in that game. And, and they drop a point, or they drop a rank. <laughs> Yeah, this is the this is the and game that Penn I think State kind of decides game, if Penn they, State is for jump. real. So I think that if they win, I mean, if they lose, it's just to me, it's just same old Penn State. James Franklin can't get it done. If they win, yeah. now we're talking Penn State may just actually make the playoff. So, I mean, dude, I if, think if, they could send two. The Big Ten could send two if they split between yeah. those three. Yep. Yeah, and he, well, even with crazy. even without splitting, I think that if I think if Penn State wins this game, they could lose to Michigan and still get in. Because I would imagine Michigan would pro- would be – Michigan's going to be top two, top three, no matter what, when they play in a couple weeks here. And then you have uh, a couple weeks, so and then Ohio State has to lose. So that's another team that's going to drop out from possibly in front of you if they leapfrogged them back when they lost kind of thing. Um, but I think enough teams are going to lose. They're going to be sitting right outside the top four. Yeah. So all it, all it takes is one person slipping up on championship weekend and Penn State's in. So we were ranked six last week. We won 63 nothing, and we're ranked seven this week. When, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, we got leapfrogged by Washington. Not, just not a convincing enough uh, win there, clearly, for us, I guess. 60, no. if, it, if we would have been 70 nothing, we probably would have held sixth place, but I don't, I, 63 nothing is just not I don't not think enough. that there was any score line you could have against UMass. You could have won 200-0, and I think Washington was jumping you no matter what after Washington beat Oregon. What did we, what did we start the year? Eighth? I think Ninth? Was, I think you guys actually started. Uh, like no, I think five. we started six. Yeah, five or six. It was six. It was six. And we have covered every single week being favorites 
and we lost a spot in the rankings. That is just shameful. Well, that's all right. We're going to drop shameful. the three after this week, so it doesn't matter. I like the confidence, Dave. It's unlike all you. You're a very wishy-washy Penn State fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next game up is a rematch of what was probably easily the game of the year last year. Number seven, Tennessee, five and one, four and two against spread, plus 285 at number 11, Alabama, six and one, four and three against spread, minus 360. Alabama are minus nine favorites, 49 over under. And we do have a majority here of Bama minus nine. However, I did not take Bama minus nine here. I took over points. I think this is going to be a high scoring game, just kind of similar to how it was last year. But I don't know that I believe after last week, only beating Arkansas by three, Alabama has it all figured out yet. And so I'm, I don't think that I could, I couldn't do minus nine for Alabama, even though I do think they'll probably win. Um, I don't think you beat Nick Saban two years in a row. I think it's only happened like once or twice in his career outside, like in the regular season, two years in a row. And we are live. Sorry, I was on mute talking. <laughs> From Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm still torn. I'm torn on this game. I feel like Jalen is slowly starting to figure it out. Um I, I'm leaning towards Alabama minus nine. Um simply based on what I saw over the last couple of weeks. I think they're they're slowly getting back together. I think I think Alabama it should finally be back in the groove of things. So I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Bama minus nine. And obviously I'm gonna take Bama to win. Yeah, I think Bama's a better team here. They're also nine and one in the last ten against them. And they're at home. That's what I was trying to look up just now. Yep, yep, I'm taking Bama minus nine too. Nine seems like a big number for this game though, to be honest. I'm taking Bama money line. I, I don't I don't think they're gonna cover. Weak. Well then if you don't think they're gonna cover, you should take Tennessee plus nine. This is but, a game that I don't like. I, I don't, I'm not gonna yeah. take yeah, I, on the cover or the Don't put me in the corner, Mitch. Uh, I think you're right. The money, the money line's a little too high to be taken here at minus three sixty. You know what? Yeah, I don't want to You are right. Hundreds you are right. Yeah, I'm changing, I am officially changing my pick to Tennessee plus nine. Oh, then we don't have to talk about this game. Just kidding. Bama. I think Bama <laughs> is just, just a better hey, team. That now, it's that be... now ruins the graphic that I have on the screen. Well, that life sucks. That you know? You're taking Sorry. minus nine. So. To the listeners, well, you to, can well, to the people who don't you listen can... and only look at the graphic, uh, they're going to think you took Alabama minus nine. Yeah, for well, all, of our, just... all of our deaf listeners out there, they're going to be very you disappointed. Probably, you, you probably Dave. just – actually, you just <laughs> took $100,000 off the majority parlay, too. Uh, no, okay. I didn't. Mitch did. I didn't. Mitch did. Well, I wanted you to show some conviction, dude. I was playing devil's advocate. <laughs> well, well, you know, you... your picks. I felt the peer pressure on it, so I'm like, okay, I'll just take Tennessee plus nine. Right. I can already see where. Moving on to a much you... more important game <laughs> next week. 
this upcoming Saturday. The number one team in the country. Just kidding. They're two and four. Uh, Pittsburgh, two and four. Two and four against spread, minus 105. They are at Wake Forest, three and three. Two and four against the spread, minus one favorites, and 46 and a half point over under. As you can see, I am drinking the Kool-Aid. I am riding this ship. I'm back back on board. We are riding through. We are going to make the ACC championship. I don't know how, but we're going to do it. And it's all going to be on, sitting on top of Christian Bayer's bicep. Hit money line. Is he, is he jacked or something? Uh, I mean, maybe not jacked, but he's throwing the ball like he is. How big is his hands? All that matters. Yeah, does he have small hands or does he have picket hands? He yeah. was originally recruited by Penn State, so probably has nice sized hands. Oh, he's a great quarterback then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not I've been money on all day. day. See, yeah, is, I'm, taking, I'm, I'm, just I'm just taking Pitt. I'm just taking Pitt because Wake Forest sucks. That's all I'm saying. No other way around <laughs> it. I'm taking Wake Forest because Pitt sucks, even despite the Penn State groups. <laughs> Wake Forest is going to win against Pitt because Pitt doesn't play good against shit teams. No, that's the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. that's why the Steelers are going to win this week. Somehow. Football team title Pittsburgh doesn't play good against shitty teams, and that's this is going to be no exception. It's going to be Wake Forest. Oh, actually, Dave, you convinced me. I think I'm going to switch to Wake Forest. I'm no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, oh, for our deafness, minus one. That's really the spread. Yeah, yeah it's one point spread. Wow. I'm, telling I'm you. taking. I'm taking the one point. I'm not taking that one point. That's horrible. <clears throat> I'm taking. I'm like stretch wing what, what, to what, the minus three. What football game have you ever seen finish twenty-one twenty? Night, like that's so. That's an odd score to get. Well, where you're one point. I feel like that happens a lot more often than you probably think. <laughs> Let's see. 21-20, I feel like it's actually a pretty common NFL score. Let's see. Alexa, you can search it on score. I'm going to do that. From thephysiocompany.com, it is a very common injury among runners. The 21-20 is a common injury in football players? Alexa's a liar. <laughs> Jeez, Alexa. Uh, Sit down, Alexa. You, just, to, just to give you an idea, literally the first game of this year this year was the Lions 21, Kansas City 20. This happened 70 times in history. That's NFL. Um, that's more rigged. 70 times in history doesn't seem like a lot when NFL's that, been around. It's actually lower than I thought, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Well, no, 21-20, but... We're talking about one point games. One one point games. Yeah. Yeah. In general. Specifically, yeah. the score twenty one to twenty is happening. Oh, seven okay, times. okay. I thought you meant that. No. Well, still twenty one twenty seems that seems kind of low. Sixteen seventeen uh, has happened eighty three times. For two shit teams, no, I think that's high scoring game for Pitt and Wake Forest. Six to seven has happened fifty six times. Dang. What about fifteen six? Three to two has even <laughs> happened. Uh, three to two has happened twice in the NFL history. What about one nothing. That's an impossible score. You never you can't say that until it's going to happen eventually. Two zero. 
How many times did it happen? Well, so in order to score one point, you would have to return a two-point conversion. Or sorry, or sorry, a point after attempt, a one-point conversion. It could happen then, so it's not impossible. Well, no, because the score wouldn't be 1-0, oh, yeah. it would be 1-6. to six. It would be 1-6, to six, yeah. Has that ever happened? No, it is not. So we'll just scrub that. Happened. How, how um, scenario? How many so actually, 2-0. No, no time. 2-0? Five, five times in NFL history. Wow. Really? That's actually kind uh, of surprising. So... That's actually pretty wild. What was it? Uh, you guys, oh, four to zero has never happened before. But also, at no game has a team ended with only one point ever. So, like any one, like any score to one would be uh, scoregami. Hmm. Also, fun fact: the only time a team has won seventy-three to zero or seventy-three by scoring seventy-three points was in a seventy-three to zero win. Oklahoma over Arkansas State. That was this year. No, seventy-three this is, nothing. This is week NFL. one. How many times this is, this is has the game tied two to oh. two? Well, the New York Giants. No games ever ended tied two to two. How about zero zero? You can go. You can go to overtime times. and still score nothing. Seventy-three times zero zero. Seventy-three times zero zero. Wow. That's just that would be a fun What's game that? to watch. At that point, it actually would be fun to watch that, though, because you would just be rooting against any team coming close to scoring. Three to zero has happened 59 times. Could you imagine this, the in-game parlays? <laughs> and actually, the last fun fact, the last the time over under point five the game ended three to zero any was that Monday scores? Night Football game in 2007. As a, as a Steelers fan, I think you we all know what game that is. Miami. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins Monday Night Football yeah, the game. It was, the like, it was like Brian the Hurricane, yeah. Hmm. But uh, so I guess now you're staying plus one, Mitch. Oh, of course, I'm okay. taking that one point. Taking the one point plus one, pit plus one. So that that's a majority pick there. So moving on to the seven thirty, which is I think the better slate of games. I don't know why Penn State, Ohio State's at noon, and this game's at seven thirty, but it happens. Number two, Michigan. Seven and zero, three three and one against spread minus twenty four hundred. Michigan State two and four, but three two and one against spread plus twelve hundred. Michigan State are twenty four and a half point underdogs, but forty eight over under. I mean, this is just it's a rivalry game. That's really all I got to say. Somehow or another, Michigan State just finds a way to stay within twenty four and a half points. Yeah, I'm a. Uh... I'm still a little torn on this game because, like AV said, it is it is a rivalry. I can't talk, but Michigan State I still think sucks. And even though Michigan takes a while to score, I still think they can they can outscore by twenty four. So I'm gonna take Michigan to cover the twenty four for minus twenty Yeah, uh, I'm I'm taking Michigan Michigan State to win because they need to beat Michigan for Penn State's sake. But in in all reality, I would definitely take Michigan State and the points. But there's no way Michigan's going to beat them by 24 points. There's no way. I mean, the the, the trends go average scores 23 well 23 to 21 in the last 10 games. So, and it is in Michigan State. So. 
Yeah, with the over-under being 48, it seems like 24 and a half seems a little... That seems doable, but the but the spread, yeah, with the spread with the over under, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was I didn't to me to the to the to the number to the over. So I'm going to actually change that. Where's mine? I'm gonna take Michigan and I'm gonna take the over. Like the over and the because like you said, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'm taking Michigan State plus 24 and a half for all the aforementioned reasons, I guess. It's just a rivalry game. Should be close. Michigan State usually doesn't show up for at least one of the halves where their offense is just super stagnant. So if that happens here, then I think 24 and a half is enough points for, for Michigan to stay stay within. Um, I could see Michigan just running away with this, but a rivalry game, I, I think Michigan State's going to hang a little bit. The, big, I think, yeah, the big they're thing definitely to take into account here is going to be conditioning, because none of Michigan's starters have played in the fourth quarter yet this year. So, I mean, if this game, if Michigan State can find a way to stay hang in this game just long enough, I mean, they could, they could just outlast Michigan, and like stay close score wise. Good. So, that's that's my. It's a little tidbit of information. Should we switch to Michigan State money line? Consensus. I did. Go consensus. That's what I'm doing. State money line. No, I, I, I don't think they actually win the game. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm no. Just, I'm just I don't saying think you're gonna win. That's just me it, being. It helpful. could be like a 36 point game towards the end yeah. of the third quarter, and that's how Michigan and then Michigan State just like rolls in and it's like, hey, we still got some gas left in the tank, so we'll cover the spread. Yeah, I could game. see Michigan State's. Oh third stringers being better than or Michigan's third stringers being better than Michigan State's uh, first string. That's true too. A little concerning but I'm just banking on this being a rivalry pretty much. So next game, another big game. Number 16, Duke 5-1, and 4-2 and two against spread, plus 440. At number 4, Florida State 6-0, 4-2, minus 600. That's minus 14 spread. 49 and a half is the over-under. Taking Duke plus 14. We have it as a majority here, but I Florida State struggled a little too much against some other teams that I think that Duke can hang in there. Yeah, Florida State's a little they're streaky. Um, Duke has looked pretty consistent of, of like what they what they've done, um, but I still think Florida State pulls it out, and I think both these teams can score. Uh, I think they broke the coin just for so I'm going to take Florida State and I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I, I'm going to definitely parlay Michigan State and Duke money line because of the odds, and I think it's a very doable thing. But my choice officially here is Duke plus 14. Uh, I think they'll be able to definitely cover the 14 points. They're, they're a pretty tough team this year, even though – you know, they've never won against Florida State. Uh, so, what was, but, that, what was that final score to Duke UNC? Or has that happened yet? I don't know. I think that happens at the end of the year. So, um, never mind. Dave, so you're telling me all you're taking is the number two team in the nation and the number four team in the nation to, to go down this week in yep. huge upsets? Um, That's I am placing a parlay bet on both money lines it's on that. Very doable. I think it's very doable. 
right. I respect it. I respect confidence. I am also taking Duke plus 14 in this one. Um, I think Riley Leonard just keeps him in the game. Florida State, you know, like Justin said, seen a little bit shaky at times. Little weaknesses there. They prove that they can be scored on. I think Duke is going to score. Keep it pretty close. I'm taking the under on this one, too, and I'm just solely doing that for money purposes. I'm following the, the money trends on that one. All right, last game up, 8 o'clock. We have a consensus here. Number 14, Utah, 5-1, and 3-2-1 against spread, plus 215. Number 18, USC, 6-1, 2-5 against spread, minus 265. Seven-point favorites at home, 56-point over-under. I've got to tell you what, Mitch. My first thought here was I can't bet USC. Trap. trap. Oh. <laughs> Just really? a trap bet USC. <laughs> Because this yeah. is what got us last year. We had that. I know. We had a great parlay going. All we needed was USC and Caleb Williams to beat Utah, and they couldn't do it. And it was an 8 p.m. game too. It was that late game, dude. Yeah, we were like so 10, pumped to watch it. 10 p.m. and yeah, it started or in 10, Utah. yeah. But isn't the Utah QB still out? Where's he back? Um, Cam Rising. Cam Rising, I believe, yeah. is still out. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a real reason why I have USC minus seven here is because I don't think without Cam Rising they can beat them. And also, I think USC has to win this game just for the sake of... They got they, shit on? Yeah, well, yeah, they got absolutely dumpstered on last week. So it's like, you, Dude, that's you not only have to win games, you have to like beat the pants off people in games if they want a chance at coming back and making a run for the playoffs now. Yep. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking USC. Uh, I don't think they're going to lose back to back. That's the main reason I'm taking USC minus seven. Yeah, I'm taking you. Rising, I don't think they have a chance. Yeah, that's my thoughts exactly too. Utah don't have a chance to do anything without Rising. I'm going Kaleeb all the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Kaleeb as well. I'm taking USC minus seven. I am a little bit frightened though because. I mean, USC's defense is so bad. Oh, yeah, it's horrific. Yeah, Everyone's it's been talking game. about how bad they are going into last week's game, and Notre Dame just showed that they're worse than anyone even thought. It's a little bit concerning, concerning there. Well, the part, the other Tempted thing to take about over. that game last week is that Caleb yeah. Williams didn't play well. And looking at it, Caleb Williams hasn't beaten really many good teams. In his career, like most of his wins are from cupcake schedule games, if you think about it. And so, as he plays, yeah, that's kind of where I was at. Is is he overrated that a little bit? Yep. Because I mean, he hasn't been able to beat Utah. He had two chances to beat Utah, didn't beat him either time, and then lost to Tulane in a bowl game. So I mean, could he? Could he? I don't know. Just some food for thought. So I mean, he's he's the He's the Bo Callahan, AJ. Is he, is <laughs> he better than Christian, Christian Vey? He's the Bo Callahan this year. So would you rather have him or Christian Vey? Oh, that's it's hard. Because, <laughs> I mean, Caleb Williams <laughs> might be good enough with, you know, a better, maybe a more defensive-minded coach. But then maybe he also would still suck because he's in Frank Signetti's offense. I don't know. Well, Offensive coordinators in Pittsburgh are not good doing well as of late. No. 
But looking back over our games here, I mean, we have 15 games in our majority parlay here. JMU Moneyline at Marshall. PS place, uh, yeah, PSU. Penn State plus four at Ohio State. Over 65, UCF Oklahoma over 36.5, Air Force Navy. Oregon minus 19.5 versus Washington State. Alabama minus nine. Well, not anymore. Dave took that one off. So if you miss out on an extra $100,000, that's why it stays full. Uh, Pitt plus one at Wake Forest. Mizzou minus seven versus South Carolina. Iowa money line versus Minnesota. You got the Texas minus 23.5 at Houston. Ole Miss minus 6.5 at Auburn. Kansas State minus 6.5. TCU, Michigan State plus 24.5. Duke plus 14, USC minus 7, Miami plus 4 versus Clemson. Whew, that was a lot. I think that's the other thing. It gets a lot smaller the rest of the way. Um, but that bet would, if you were to parlay all that, you're at plus 209. Sorry. I'm just going to say the number by number. Plus 2095770. So your $10 bet would pay out $209,587. Not Free money. too shabby. We should switch to the two picks that Dave suggested: the Michigan State money line. Michigan and, State was uh, up. Michigan State Duke was money up. Line. Oh, oh yeah, switching it to that. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I wonder what those two together would be. That's pro. It's Hold probably. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's like. It's gotta 8, be plus eight thousand. Is that what no, you're guessing? No, or I, you look at... I think it's gonna be like plus twenty five. Michigan State in which game? Michigan State. I'm saying plus uh, 6,000. Hold on. I will. I'll lock it in right now. Yeah. I mean, Michigan State alone is plus 1,300, AJ. All right. Let's see. Together, it is plus 7,460. I said what? Plus 8,000? I said 8,000. You said 8,000. I, yeah. I did agree. So we, we we said yeah, Michigan man. State and Duke, right? So, so a ten dollar bet, which is I'm locking in right now, will win seven hundred ninety five dollars. Oh, odds are bad. Ten dollars only wins you seven I mean, we, I thought we've explained this. FanDuel is just bad in general. Yeah, I use Barstool, but yeah, it's I just locked that in. So looking forward to those two games. I'd still go back to using Barstool before I ever go back to FanDuel. I only show up on FanDuel for the spread to love. <clears throat> that is they, they just kind of suck me in. Every time I walk away and go to DraftKings, they hit me with the, oh, we'll match your, be- we'll match your bet. And, oh, fuck. You gotta do it. DraftKings will do it, too. <laughs> I've, re- I've really got one from DraftKings. FanDuel gives me one, like, every fucking week. Dude, I get a no-sweat bet from DraftKings every single day. Sometimes, I was going to like, say, I think I've had a no-sweat bet from DraftKings almost every day. Yeah, but they're like, what, $10? Yeah, but yeah. put 10 bucks on Duke and Michigan State. Sorry that I'm not out there here betting $150 on games. Well, I mean, I lost last thing. Uh, I won the, the baseball bet, and then I actually hit the wrong button, and then I lost the wrong thing. Well, it actually should have won... But South Alabama decided to throw a pick in the red zone and didn't cover. So, so but just going, just, going over our, just going over our consensus picks, you got the JMU money line, Oregon minus 19.5, Mizzou minus 7, and USC minus 7. And you're looking at still a plus 974 <laughs> on a five-pick parlay. 
Okay, yeah, that's I can get behind that pretty good. Yeah, that, yeah, that's. I feel pretty good about that one. I would probably move the lines a little bit just out of. Yeah, yeah, that was, but that was either way. Part. Yeah, I think that's right. Down actually. So, with that being said, working. I mean we got NFL up next, <laughs> and we learned nothing. So uh, next up. Big game. I mean, so we, we, we start tomorrow already. First game is Jaguar Saints. Not really uh, planning to d- dive into that one, but we do have that as a majority pick, Jaguars money line. So think about that. But moving into our first game, we got Lions 5 and 1, 5 and 1 against spread plus 140. Ravens 4 and 2, 4 and 2 against spread minus 166. Ravens are minus 3 favorites in a 42 point over under. I got. Lions money line. We got this as a majority pick as well. Lions plus three. But I, I got the Lions just outright winning. I think the Lions are better than the Steelers at this moment in time. And if the Steelers can beat the Ravens, I don't see why the Lions can't. Lions beat the Chiefs too, so I think they're just a better team overall. Yeah, I don't trust any AFC North team. So I don't like betting on the Steelers. I don't like betting on the Ravens, especially Lamar. <laughs> I don't think Lamar is too reliable. Well, any mobile quarterback outside of a few. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Lions. Um, I'm going to take the Lions. What's the spread again? What's the pull up? I'm going to take the Lions spread, too. I'm going to take the Lions spread, too. I think they're going to win by at least a, at least a touchdown. Um, I know David Montgomery is out. And Jameer is questionable. Yeah, he's um, questionable. Which that doesn't really that doesn't really matter to me because he's been questionable all year on what his what his actual role is. Um and Jameson's back, Amon's back. I think that passing game is just gonna be too much for, for Baltimore. Yeah, I feel like the the steel you can't compare the Steelers Ravens game against uh, a team that's not in the division. Because Steelers and the Ravens always play each other tough. It's a whole different atmosphere. I chose the Ravens minus three because Jared Goff does not do good with good def- against good defenses. So, um, and I think it's going to show he's going to have the Dak Prescott effect. He's going to throw a few interceptions, and I would almost bet that one's going to be it for a touchdown. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to be riding with the squad and taking Lions plus three. On this one, I am going to take the points just out of, you know, safety net. Three is a good number as well. I think Lions are the real deal. They've proven time and time again that they just get it done. Ravens, it's so hard to bet against the Ravens because they could beat anyone in the league. I know we say that a lot, but it's it's the truth. The Ravens are really good. And Dave's right. Their defense is electric. But, I think it's going to be a lot of, like, check down to – Laporta, I think Laporta's going to have a good game. He was kind of quiet last week. I think Laporta's yeah. going to be the, the go-to guy just because they're going to do a lot of check downs with him. With, that, with no running game, you're going to see him with at least six so you, you have to remember the Ravens are going to know this too. So yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why everybody's taking the Lions plus three, but all right. I mean, the Lions are top well, Lions plus five three, team I in the NFL, NFL right now. Right well, so the line, the yeah, line, line because one, yeah. every right. every game they've covered, they've won. 
So if they're going to cover a three, they're just going to win. That's my logic behind Lions money. That's fair. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, next game up, we have this is still in the one o'clock slate for Sunday. Bills four and two, three and three against spread, minus four ten at the Patriots. One and five, one and five against spread, plus three twenty, plus nine. Favorites or underdogs? Sorry for the Patriots. Over forty one and a half is my pick because I. It's one of those things where it's really it scares me to bet against Bill Belichick, and this team is trash this year. And even as a Steelers fan saying that. Um, you may have a worse quarterbacking situation than most Steelers fans even believe the Steelers have. So it's uh, it, this is just going to. Well, when you get your ass whooped game, by the so. Saints, when you get your ass whooped by the Saints, and then you lose to the Raiders. I will bet against this team all year, the rest of the year. I don't care who who they're playing. Patriots suck. Mac Jones sucks. It's going to be the Bills are going to win this game, even though they struggled last, like against what was it the Giants last week. I still think they're getting done. Yeah, I, I, I think the Bills Giants, covered the game. Giants should have won that game. They got hosed. Yeah, that was definitely pass interference or defensive holding at the very least on that last play on Waller. Also, I, I bet on Tyrod to go over his rushing yards. I follow somebody on Instagram that he posted the play. And Tyrod commented on the post saying, do you think I give a fuck? So it's pretty cool. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I think the Bills are going to win. I just don't think they're going to cover. Plus nine is a huge number for a divisional matchup, especially in New England. So, I mean, yeah, the Patriots are ass. And they're probably going to lose. But the Bills have trouble against teams that have defenses. So... That's why I, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots may squeak out a win, but I don't, I'm not that confident because their offense just can't score, and the Bills' defense are, is is really tough. So I chose the, the Patriots plus nine. If the Patriots win their game, they're just they're just stupid because at this point they need to just tank, get as high of a pick as they can, and draft somebody to replace Mac Jones or get him and some help. Do, do something. Go. Yeah. It'd be weird to see Bill Belichick in tank mode. I'm taking Bills minus nine first quarter. They might win by like 40 yeah. points. Patriots are so bad. I'm So Bills minus nine all day on this one. There is no reason for me to take take the Patriots, which usually means the Patriots are going to cover for some unknown reason. But I, I just cannot bring myself to bet on the Patriots. Bills Bills should manhandle them. Yeah, I mean, if, they they got, if, if, if I have to pick team. a, if I have to pick something on the spread, I probably would just take the Bills minus nine, just because I do think the Patriots are that bad. I just, I'd rather take the over in this game, uh, because. What was the spread against the Giants? Like, 13? minus fourteen. Yeah, thirteen or thirteen. Fourteen. Yeah, fourteen yeah. yeah. And that wasn't even a divisional game, and they they shit the bread on that one. So. Yeah. Well, they struggle against. But I, I took the Giants in that one. They struggle against other New York teams. Yeah, yeah. So, looking at our next game, we got Falcons three and three, one and five against spread though, plus one fourteen. At the Buccaneers, who are three and two, three and two against spread, minus one thirty five, minus two and a half for the Buccaneers. Their favorite thirty eight and a half is the over under. Uh, I have Buccaneers minus two and a half. The Buccaneers are going to win. They're going to win by more than two. Is the way I look at that. 
and Falcons don't cover. So I they don't cover. I mean two and a half. So that's that's how I chose where I was going. Yeah, well, pretty pretty straightforward. Desmond Ritter is not that great. He puts up some good fantasy numbers the past couple weeks. Yes, he does. Because I have Drake London in one of my leagues, and he's been asked majority of the, the year. They've been decent, I guess, the last two games. But I think this team is so much more capable than what they're producing, and I think it's Ritter to blame. That being said, I think Tampa bounces back after they lost last week, and I think Baker gets back on his revenge tour. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Bucks to win. Win. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we lost you there for a second. All right, Dave. Yeah, you got different. I, I chose. Theory. I I chose the Falcons. Um, I took I took the points so two and a half. To me, I, I think they're kind of gelling a little bit. Ritter's not, he's still he's still terrible, but he's looking better with with Bijan, you know, as support. Uh, Drake London is becoming a reliable asset to them, and you know their their defense isn't horrible. And I just think that I think they're going to keep it really close. I, I'm tempted to take the money line on, on this, but. I'm not quite that confident on the Falcons yet, so I, I took the Falcons plus two and a half. Yep, yeah, I'm I'm riding with Dave on this one. Falcons two and a half. I don't, I don't. I'm not a believer in the Bucks. I know that's that's kind of a hot take. I feel like everyone is all over the Bucks, and I I just don't don't buy it. I think Bijan is a monster. I think Falcons are finally realizing like, hey, we have a generational talent at tight end. Maybe we should try to get him the ball. Occasionally, um, so I mean, that, have you seen some of his routes this year, though? Been pretty bad. But he's getting open. <laughs> I mean, they could give him the ball five five yards past the line of scrimmage, and he's just gonna do something with it. I did see after the catch last week, he did something really, really awkward. He looks so fucking slow, and I don't know if he was like waiting to cut, but he ran for like a good three seconds. And it was the slowest I've ever seen a player run in my life. Like he looked like a, like the center. It was crazy. So I'm I'm hoping that was like a fluke and he was just waiting to cut up. But I'm taking the Falcons. I think the Falcons are a decent team. Their defense is good too. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're underrated. I think. I think so as well. I think Buccaneers are overrated. Falcons are underrated. Good defense too, though. If Ritter can quit throwing interceptions every week. I think that he could pose to be a pretty decent quarterback. And that's not just me being biased because I picked him up off of Justin this week. I think that's 100% you being biased. The it's, Bucks about 80%, it's about 80% me being biased. Against the Lions and 11 points against the Eagles. Any Falcons Anytime they run into even a somewhat... Dude, Falcons' defense is almost as good as the Lions' defense. Yeah, they're, they're they a good defense. They cannot, Bucks have not found a way to score against a good defense this year. So until they do that, I think if they run into a good defense, the other team is just going to somehow outscore them. It's a war of attrition yeah, at that point. I think the Falcons are going to upset them. I'm tempted to change it to money line, but I'm not that confident. 
this this whole division is ass. I think the Bucks have the best oh, well, yeah. in the division. So I'm gonna just that's why I'm going with the Bucks. I'm, I was ride. I rode with the Bucks when Brady was there. I still think they got a better squad than majority of the division. Um, and I just don't think the the Falcons can win win games like this. Could be wrong. No, I get that. Um, but looking at our next game, four o'clock, four p.m. slate. Steelers three and two, three two against spread plus one thirty six at the Rams, who are three and three, four one and one against spread minus one sixty two. Rams are minus three favorites, forty three and a half point over under. Is that correct? For some reason, I thought the yeah forty three and a half. No, no, sorry. Um, why do I? I don't know why, but for some reason, I thought the Steelers were at home this week. Are they at the Rams? Yeah, they're they're in LA. Okay, well, yeah, that's all going in. So, all right. Well, I took Steelers money line. I'm back on the wagon. Let's go. That's all I have to say on the subject. I lost the sheet. Hold on. You took Rams. I don't know if money line or minus three. You just put Rams. I. Usually. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna roll with the, the Rams money line. I think Cooper Cup destroys you guys. Honestly, I think you're gonna see. I think you're gonna see Cooper and Puka for twenty plus receptions between the two of them. Only, only one gets to go off. Joey Porter Puka gets fifteen down the other himself. Are we playing him? <clears throat> well, so Puka and uh, Cooper kind of play very well out of the slot and that would generally be like the nickel corner or slot corner taking over that route so that would be more than likely Joey Porter Jr. if they're still rolling with the current defense yeah what do you got Dave? the real line of attention oh, yeah, is going to be what Jones is starting the Steelers are ass Rams are going to beat them it's going to be by more than three I don't I, really have much to say about that. I mean, it's 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 just how. I mean, yeah, there, there there may be an argument because Williams is out for the Rams, but you know they they got awesome receivers, and they you know and they have a quarterback that knows how to play football, and with with the Steelers zone defenses that 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 they run, you know, unless they can. Did they have to find a way to block Watt? If they if they do, the Rams are going to blow them out. But if they don't, there's the minus three right there. They're they're going to win by at least a, more than a field goal. Yeah, I I mean when I first saw the line, if I were to just spitball what I thought the line would be, Steelers on the road in L.A., I would have thought the line would be eight nine points. I thought it was going to be like a touchdown. Yeah. And I think that's partially why I'm taking the Steelers because it makes no sense to me. If something doesn't make sense to you, then I'm just inclined to take the opposite of what I would initially think. So I'm basically fading myself in a weird way. I'm taking the Steelers. Obviously, I'm a Steelers fan, but it is not a homer pick at all because I like, you know, I like money. So always going to go with what I think is going to win. All right, moving on to the Sunday night football matchup. We got a big game. Dolphins five and one, five and one against spread, plus one oh five. Eagles are five and one, 
but three, two, and one against the spread, minus 125 favorites, two and a half points is the spread with a 52 over under. I have Dolphins money line. Uh, they haven't done me done me wrong yet, so I'm just gonna keep rolling with it. Uh, I didn't take Dolphins money line the week they lost, so that was fair. Yeah, I'm kind of torn between this game because I <clears throat> I don't think the Eagles lose back to back, but I also think the Eagles are like fake good. I don't think they're the same Eagles team as they were last year. Um. So I'm a little torn on this game, honestly. Uh, I'm leaning more towards Dolphins just because of that offense. Um, I think Jeff Wilson's actually back. Raheem Mostert's going off. I mean, can't really stop Tyreek. I don't think I don't think Darius Slay is going to stop Tyreek at all. Um, if he plays, yeah, if, if he covers him, um, I think. I'm leaning more towards the Dolphins at the plus money. Um, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I think the Eagles are going to be good. Yeah, I, I don't think the, the – I think the Eagles' defense might be a little bit too tough for Miami, minus their defensive backs. Um, it's, like, it's like I said, Slade may or may not play. I, I think there, there's a question in the air whether he's going to play or not. If he doesn't play – I would be more inclined to take the Dolphins because, you know, he, he, he'll be able to cover Tyreek Hill, but, um, well, to a point. But I just think the Eagles are a much better uh, overall team than the Dolphins right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking, I'm actually riding the Dolphins on this one too, just because, you know, kind of like AJ said, they haven't done me dirty yet. I mean, they're just putting up crazy amounts scoring-wise, and it's really, really hard to keep up with something like that. Um, could be a really good game, but I, I do think the Dolphins. I'm actually excited for a decent Sunday night football game. Yeah. But I mean, Dolphins, if Tyreek Hill is, is 100%, it's really hard for me to bet against the Dolphins. Last up, we have Monday Night Football, 49ers, 5-1. Four and two against spread minus two ninety eight at the Vikings two and four two three and one against spread plus two forty plus seven hundred dogs at home are the Vikings with a forty four over under. We have a majority. Uh, just kidding. We have a consensus. Forty Niners money line. Um, unless Justin decides he is forty Niners minus seven with the rest of us. It's Kirk Cousins in prime time. I think that's why Dave switched off money yeah. line. So yeah, yeah, that's exactly he realized why. What time of day the game was at, and yep. it was like, nope, no, Kirk Cousins. Yep. My yeah, my, my, my I'll, I'll switch it. I'll switch it to make it that. But yeah, Kirk Cousins prime time. time but yeah, but I'm also I'm leaning towards taking the under in this game because if you look at the year actually I think this might be this might break the the cycle. I think every Monday night game this year has gone under but one. Yeah every game has gone under. Every one but one. Every game but the Steelers game when they had the doubleheader on Monday night had gone under. 
So primetime games this year have actually been a boatload of ass. Thursday night games have been terrible. Monday night games have been terrible. But yeah, San Francisco, if CMC and Debo are playing, which I think they're they're trending towards playing. Yeah. Um I don't think I don't think they have a shot. I don't think Minnesota keeps up. No, they don't have Yeah. Especially with JJ out too. I don't think Jordan Addison's developed enough. I don't think TJ yeah. Hawkinson's gonna do enough. I just I think the 49ers should bounce back and bounce back tremendously and win this game by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I agree with you, Justin. It, it's not even gonna be close because JJ's out. Cousins is cousins is on prime time, but my, I, I will go back to what AJ said. I did originally have the Vikings because I wasn't sure about CMC playing, Debo Sam, Samuel playing. But after doing a little bit more digging, I saw that they both might play, and that's good enough for me to change my my change my mind that the 49ers are just going to roll all over them. They'll find a way to roll over them, definitely by more than seven points. Yeah. Yep, I'm I'm with squad on this one Niners minus seven I don't see a reason why they shouldn't win this game by at least that number um, I also have a crazy crazy bet here for you guys I want to run it by you a little weird but I was thinking CMC anytime touchdown square I know it's I know it's not easy to do to get in the end zone what do you guys think uh I Absolutely. Was, if he's playing, I was gonna put it. I was gonna put if it on my. If he plays, we gotta ride it. Like that's. If he plays, that we gotta ride it. I mean, I feel like it's just given. We should just yeah, always. I should gonna, always. Yeah. Be a part. I was gonna, see yeah, anytime. I was gonna put it on, but then I, I was like, that's, that, that's like an unfair match. way to get a free win. Add your stats. Like, yeah. 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 That's that stat padding. We're not <laughs> Russell Wilson out here. Sorry, Russell. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what? What do you? If you? If you parlayed that, or if you re-rolled your money, what? From week thirteen last year. I think it's over two million now. That's too yeah, I think it's, yeah, it has to be over two million now. That's insane. Yeah. So, so you guys are on board with it? I'm on board. If he plays, it. Dude, I'll, I'll even if he doesn't play, he might get in the end zone. If he plays, yeah, I'm taking it regardless. That's because if, 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 if he doesn't play, if he doesn't play a snap, it just voids anyway. So exactly. So it's a win-win. So I mean, he will at, get. He will score. Looking at our majority picks here, we got Jaguars money line Thursday night versus Saints lines plus three at the Ravens. Browns money line at the Colts. Commanders money line at the Giants. Packers money line at the Broncos, and then 49ers minus seven Monday night at the Vikings. Going into consensus, it's just we all four have Browns money line at the Colts. Packers money line at the Broncos. In the 49ers minus seven, your consensus parlay is a plus five eleven. That ain't bad. I mean, nope. Ten bucks gonna pay out sixty one. That ain't bad. Is it only three? It's only three pits. It's only picks? three picks. Yeah. Once you throw CMC anytime touchdown oh, score, right, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Throw the <laughs> CMC anytime touchdown score in there. It's gonna it's gonna rise. It probably barely will though. Yeah, because it's probably like minus two ten to two fifty at this point. Like it's got. Yeah, it might. High. It actually might be an illegal thing to for us to take. So it might have too you know short of odds. So we're gonna go same game parlay. Niners minus seven. Oh, they do not have it up yet. Scoring props. They're probably they're probably not going to put him up just in case he doesn't play. Yeah, yeah, they don't. 
Yeah, they don't have it up there yet. So can't tell you. Can't tell can you. you, can, you can you bet Tyreek Yard yet? They have defensive. Tyreek props, over 80s which is, is like just definitely guaranteed. But yeah, I can't get there. Um, so real quick before before we end tonight, I want to throw an idea at you guys here. Something crazy. So we've been jumping on. We've been on the JMU bandwagon this year. You know, they were, they we're betting them every week. It's been a consensus almost every week. We all take JMU money line. I can't even bet on that game. Yeah, that's true. They're six and zero though, and we're they're they're winning. Six game, six wins, bowl eligibility, wrong. JMU is not eligible for a bowl yet due to dumb NCAA regulations. They aren't able to make a bowl game because of that. Uh, they're in their second year, so they have to go through two full years of being an FBS program, then they can make a bowl. So that's dumb. But there's can't they appeal? They they did well. They did try to appeal. Uh, and they not, lost. Yeah, they lost the appeal. The only way they would make a bowl now Ridiculous. is if there are no more six-win teams left. The NCAA could go to JMU for the bowl opportunity. Um, as we know, last year Rice made a bowl game at five, at five and seven. They made it because they had the highest academic score of on something. Um, the the highest overall academic score in the country of the five win teams so that's how they made the bowl game so i mean it's not impossible stay in school kids but (laughs) where i was going with this last night jacksonville state got themselves a win big win last night so they now have six wins but this is their first year as an fbs program so not bowl eligible but what if i told you there's a way around this too, but not the way I just explained. We're going to call this the NCAA can't say no bowl to these two teams, JMU versus Jacksonville state. When would they play? Because there are rules about when you can play. If they played December 10th due to NCAA bylaws, that is the last day of the regular season. That does not require a waiver to play. So they don't have to get a waiver. They don't have to go through the NCAA at all. They can add this, right? One other problem. They both have a 12-game schedule. There's a workaround for that. Any There's an NCAA bylaw that says any FBS team playing a game in Alaska, Hawaii, or Puerto Rico may play the extra game, regular season game without needing a waiver. So they can play 13 games. That's why very often Hawaii plays 13 games because they play so many games in Hawaii. So all they have to do is play their game in Hawaii, Puerto Rico, or Alaska. And boom, they get their 13th game without having to go through the NCAA. They get, you know, they play December 10th when nobody else is playing. Have it as close to bowl season as you can get it without needing a waiver. Boom, there it is. The NCAA can't stop them. We have a bowl game now. I don't think Jacksonville State's going to sign up for an ass kicking. I mean, can you just throw something on your schedule this late in the game? Like at this point, can you just like, hey, we're all, we're also going to play another game this year. What? <laughs> like, yeah, is that? I mean, I think it'd be very feasible? difficult to. I, I, feasibility was not part of this theory. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think everyone wants it. Yeah, it's. 
from a fan perspective, I think it would be electric. It's. I think it would be too difficult to feasibly put together this, just for the sake of travel and planning for like ticket sales and things of that nature. Um, I think he probably would be electric. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I mean, I think it'd be a fantastic game. Like, I think it would be. Yeah, I just well, don't think it'd be a fantastic be a game. game at all. I think it'd just be cool. I think it'd be cool to have yeah. the game. I don't think it'd be a good game at all. All right, let's agree now. If this happens, then we have to go. All right. Yeah, I mean, it's all, the theoretic. The theoretic date is on my birthday, so. It's, all right. Well, I'll buy you a ticket if it happens, and it's it in is. Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> it's no, in Puerto Rico. You, you won't. You won't do to Hawaii. Either Puerto Rico or Israel. Those are the only two places I'll fly to. Jeez, <laughs> man. We should probably get this off the air quick then. <laughs> All right, so that's that's episode seven. I think the live stream worked here, so I think we'll be back next week streaming live again for whoever would like to come watch. Otherwise, catch the episode tomorrow, uh, Thursday, for the podcast. We are outie. See ya. Goodbye. Peace.